0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, and welcome to the 263rd edition of the Illegal Motion College Football Podcast in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm the professor emeritus, Matt Perkins. And a post corner across the Harpeth River from me here in the Music City, it's our own offensive coordinator, the coach, Corey Burton.
1: What up, what up? Yeah, uh, I am walking in that quicksand real quick, boy. It's uh, yeah, it's good to be here on a Wednesday night at graduation. Josh, uh, you'll be proud of me. I said about 98% of the names correctly for my academy. I was the roll caller
2: there you go what what happened on the other two percent
1: i fumbled the middle names there was one middle name it was it was uh it's icy easy but she didn't show up to graduation practice to correct me so Mm. i had about a zero percent chance of getting that right uh i got it right now but after the fact is not not ideal
2: matt i know your nickname or your middle name Coach, mm-hmm. I have no idea what your middle name is. I, I know I've what his middle
0: of. name I, I I know both of your middle names.
1: Uh-huh. See, I don't know Josh's middle name either.
2: Here we go. We're having a moment.
0: Uh okay, okay, okay. Josh, Corey's middle name begins with the same letter as his last name.
1: Okay. And Josh's yours begins with an L, right? No,
0: Josh's begins with an I.
1: Joshua Okay, so we
2: got Isaiah
0: Cook. What would you say, coach? Isaiah,
1: well I mean, done. It's
2: my, it's my email, so that might help. You might have seen it. That no, is, no,
1: no, actually, no. I that don't really t- That's correct. Don't really pay t- nice. G- that is correct. G- that was purely a guess. I promise.
2: Corey,
1: it's not a common name. Yeah, no, this is this
2: Bertram is. Burton.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How'd you guess?
0: <laughs> Think of early 2000s uh, famous illusionists.
2: Or Missouri quarterbacks. the Field doesn't start with a B.
0: Nope.
1: Think early 2000s or, Missouri quarterbacks. Yeah,
0: mid 2000s. Mid first name. For, it would be the first name of the mid 2000s Missouri quarterback. That's he was a first round draft helpful, pick.
2: That's less helpful than the. The he was a first
0: walk. rounder. Yeah, he was like a top ten pick. He's
1: still in the league today.
0: Mm. He backs up. Uh, he backs up the go. Mm.
1: And if he if he plays his cards right in a couple weeks, he'll be the starter in Green Bay.
2: I don't know. Well, you know what? I've been all over the map tonight, I, Matt. I forgot to even <laughs> get record on this. It's okay. <laughs> So you're gonna yeah. have to pull, pull
1: the audio track for for the first. Yeah, I, five I hit minutes. I hit record right as you right as you uh, introduced me. This uh, is yeah. a, this is a real bang up job. We're <laughs> doing great tonight, guys. I hit, Josh, I hit, re- I hit record thirty seconds
2: ago.
1: <laughs> Our third amigo in the second city. Here we go. <laughs> well, I mean, you
0: might as well be able to do it for me. Um, a man who likes to go where everybody knows his name. But who does not know that his co-host middle name is Blaine? It's our intrepid Blaine. blogger from
2: Big Ten and County.
1: Blaine, yes. Josh Cook. Am. Corey Blaine. There
2: we go. Well, Corey you heard Blaine. my voice. Heard my voice earlier, but yes, I am. I am here if, in spirit. Uh, if, you, if you knew
1: Huck's given name, you would have gotten that yeah, too.
2: I'm here in spirit, but uh, I might not be here mentally. It's been a grind. We're in. From the very end of the school year, I'm
1: yeah, I'm Prepping with you.
2: stuff for uh, for our own graduation ceremony and reading off a bunch of academic awards on Monday. Nice. So writing uh, finals. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm all scatterbrained right now. It'll be good. It'll be good to talk about. Some we
0: football. won't tax. Uh, we won't tax you or the audience too much tonight. Only one game to talk about. But before Uncle um, we'll we'll Sam's done, uh, taxing everybody
1: yeah. as of Monday. <laughs>
2: I'm glad there's not a uh, pop quiz in it. I would I would fail it.
1: <laughs> Josh, is that a speaking of pop? Is that a is that a new pop filter there in your face? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, this thing right here, right there, the little round. This black is a. Thing. This is oh, a. Yeah.
2: No, I, I've had this microphone for a while. I just uh, it was in a box after the move, so I was using Kristen's mic for a while. But oh, um, I
1: thought you were using your headphone mic there.
2: Uh no, I've got to fold it down. That that is oh. her normal mic. I'm just using it as headphones right
1: now. Oh okay. Oh. Yeah, it's it's confusing because it's never been in the shot. I need to get a pop filter. I guess
0: you do. You're the only one with that one.
2: I know uh, our our listeners have been complaining about the level of pop. <laughs> that
0: no, uh, <laughs> your your audio engineer, aka yours truly, has been complaining about the amount of plosives coming from uh Burton's recordings. Is really what it is. So yeah. Before we get into talking about that one game, you're welcome. We need to remind you guys that we are brought to you by our presenting sponsor, BetOnline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. NBA playoffs are in pretty much full swing. Got some playing games going on right now. By the time (laughs) I'm just trying to win a game to get into the playoffs. Playoffs. (laughs) Play it. Our friends over at Play BetOnline have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best place to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head on over to the website, download the mobile app um, to sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Gentlemen, don't hustle I, I, backwards I into that
1: quicksand, boy.
2: I can't imagine what Bet Online's doing for these horse races. You know, Bob Baffert is now banned from entering a horse at Belmont.
0: Yep, should be. Uh, yeah. I mean, so, that dude's had, like, more than 30 positive tests in his career. Well, he
2: personally hasn't, his horses.
0: <laughs> uh, well, yeah, he's lucky they're not testing him, because he would have way more than 30. I mean, come on. I mean, at his age, with that head of hair, you know there is there's some uh, something not natural going on.
2: Bob Baffert tested positive for steroids. <laughs> what about his force? I was totally clean, but <laughs> he's, he's been dope. Yeah.
0: Bob Baffer got tested. Bob Baffert tested positive for that antifungal that they were using on the
1: horse. <laughs> he, he broke into Mark McGuire's locker.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so he could look good on TV. I like that Sammy Sosa both used steroids and cork as bat. I mean he like he did like a third thing. No, oh, yeah, he, oh, ble- he yeah, yeah,
0: he, he bleached his entire body
2: that doesn't help you hit home runs
0: well, well somebody should have told him that
1: <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get the memo
0: i, well, I mean like, what would the third thing be like tip like tipping pitches but you can't really do that as a batter i mean like
2: yeah, imagine if he was on the astros and they're slamming some garbage cans for him
1: maybe maybe he uh, maybe he would hit, hit
0: 80 that year he
1: would have hit 80 bombs that year mm-hmm man
0: all right. How crazy um, would that have been to bet on? Gents, the FCS season has come to a close, and it was a wild, wild finish. Uh, Sam Houston State gets their first national title in f- football, winning 23-21 to 21 over number one South Dakota State. We all pick South Dakota State to win this one. I mean, the the final moments of this game were absolutely insane. Josh, though, I think the best place to start here is at the end because I mean, take us through your thought process as you were sort of watching the end of this one. I know the, I know it's sort of like the final sequence of plays has some people baffled.
2: Yeah, it does. I, I guess, uh, like, where do you want to? How far to the end do you want to go? I mean,
0: let's start with. I mean, let us start with the two minute mark. The yeah, let's start with the Sam two, minute mark, the yeah, mark, with the two mean... minute mark. Let's start at that, uh, at that two minute mark. I can sort of, I I'll sort of guide us through it, and I'll let you, I'll let you guys sort of chime in. So, uh, what ends up happening is that uh, after getting a really short field, um, thanks to a um, sorry, not not a really short. After a really quick touchdown, I should say, uh, with about five and a half minutes left in the game. Sandy, uh, San, South Daco- San South Dakota, yeah. Sa- San South Dakota, San South Dakota State. Yeah, he's to tw- play 21 to 17 after 85 after, after,
2: yarder. Yeah, one? thanks
0: to that an 85 little... yard run by <laughs> Isaiah Davis. Yeah, yeah um,
2: that's a nice drive. Uh, incomplete pass followed by 85 yard run.
0: Same as they gets the ball back down. Um, uh, down uh 21 to uh 17, and they keep chugling along and chugling along and chugging along. They started at their own 35, 16 get, play, yeah, 16 play, 65. Yeah, long, long, long drive. Um Ends with 16 seconds left in the game. Beautiful uh,
1: strike between three defenders to third Ife Ife goal from the Adi- day, or however you pronounce his name.
0: Eric Schmid hits Ife Adai.
1: There you for go. A Glad I didn't read his name at graduation. Yeah, it was a beautiful yeah. strike, though. Then they missed the extra point.
2: Yep. <laughs> I know. I thought that was good. A, I thought that was good. <laughs> <gonna> <laughs>
1: back Sam, and bite them. Sam Houston State bobbled a, f- a punt snap earlier in the game and then they miss an extra point. Mm-hmm. Their, special yeah, their special teams, teams were,
0: almost cost them this
2: one. And if uh, it had cost them, we would have said, "Sound in the kicking game," but it, it's just a it footnote, footnote to an exciting game.
0: Mm-hmm. So, they kick off. And they, do a, they didn't even do a squib kick with 16 seconds left either. They actually did a full kickoff. Uh, nice little return, too, for mm-hmm. South Dakota State. They bring it all the way back out
1: to the 38. Um, I guess with their special teams playing the way it was, it didn't matter. <laughs> it was going to be disaster either way. Yeah, true. Um
0: and then um, they end up getting a uh, a nice little play uh, for – lateral
2: for nine yards.
0: Yeah, hugging ladder for nine yards to add another six yards for a total of 15 yards. So they get to the Sam Houston 47.
2: Yeah. So then, um, you know, they, with five
0: uh, seconds left.
2: Yeah, they were looking if they had gotten about 12 more yards would have been at the 35 uh, would have then been a 52 yard kick, which is something he's hit this year. Uh-huh. So, um, South Dakota State has a kicker with a leg on him. So you're kind of thinking, all right, well, uh, the other play took about 10 seconds. So you probably can't do another hook and lateral, but you could do maybe like a quick out
1: uh-huh. and try
2: and, and pick up 12 yards that way, or get to do a Hail Mary. Um, you're kind of in no man's land. They had their timeouts. So the mm-hmm. announcer made a really good point that you could go across the middle as soon as you catch it, you dive, go down, take yep. your timeout. out. Um, then you wouldn't have to worry about it even getting tackled like in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So um, what I don't think made any sense was the hook and lateral. But this is where the mystery comes from. Was that the call? Or... Was it a quick out and the South Dakota State receiver who first got it?
0: Jaden Janky.
2: Yeah, Jaden Janky. Does he see?
0: His brother. His his twin brother. brother, His twin brother.
2: Yeah, did they have a little twin tuition right there? And he thought, oh, I can hit Jackson and he can keep running. And was it a spur of the moment thing? Um, If it was the play call, that was not going to be enough time to run that play and get enough yards and then either get out of bounds or down to set up your field goal if that wasn't the play call then something was not communicated well enough because um i don't know why Jaden Janke would have just sort of done that
1: yeah it's like they They ran it twice in a row and yeah and he just it, instead like he should have just like sprinted out of bounds and try to get out of bounds with one second left to at least yeah. try to try a long bomb field goal i mean the, he he ran around looking like he wasn't supposed to get the ball and he wasn't sure what to do with it yeah and instead like you got to be aware of what the clock says and say okay if, if, if i get this ball I've got to get out of bounds as quickly as humanly possible, even if I have to lay out and dive to yeah. get out of bounds, I, I've got to leave some time on that clock. And and even in the first hook and ladder that they did, they ran the same play twice with 10 seconds to go. Uh, the first play took five seconds, which that hook and ladder that they ran the first play should have only taken about three seconds because as soon as he got it, he should have just, just taken a couple steps and dove.
2: I'll be honest.
1: And I Um, I think they would have saved some time, and I think they would have had an attempt at it. Whether they made the field goal or not, that's that's debatable. But they would have had some time, Josh.
2: Yeah, I'll I'll be honest. You're at the 47 with five seconds left. I think running a play that gets you 12 yards, and you get down or out, and you hit a 52-yard field goal, the odds of that feel very low. I think I would have, you know, you do your hook and lateral to gain a little bit of plot, little bit of yardage, put yourself in a better position. I go for the end zone from the 47. Now, um, one thing we it, do have that, to consider,
0: a, Josh, one thing we do have to consider. Yeah. Now, Mark Grenowski, their starting quarterback, was injured in the first drive of the game, and that really changed the calculus for the Jackrabbits, right? Because he'd been well, he may not be their quote unquote best player on offense. I think Jackson Janke and Pierre Strong both have a you
1: know a He's claim. He's the most to that. important. He is it, yeah. it changed it changed from calculus to algebra one, that's for sure. Ooh, I, yeah, like,
2: I like that. Um you look, know but South Dakota State's backup quarterback can throw forty-seven yards.
0: I'd like to I, I would like it, to think so.
2: It it's not a seventy-five yard desperation heave hail mary where it's like you have i don't know steve mcnair or like one of the few like truly great 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 arms that can hit an 80 yard bomb
0: yeah i mean like in the air yeah you know it's a
2: 47 yard pass i think that um you know i think that the weapons that south dakota state has in the skill position set is really good. (laughs) You know, you, uh, I think that's where their strength is. You, you know, I know the odds of this aren't high because refs swallow their whistles in the final two seconds of every sport, even though it's like you can commit murder, but it's like, well, we didn't want to impact the game, but you did by not calling a flat, but you could get Sam Houston to commit a pass interference penalty. I mean, there there's, Things little, there, mm-hmm. I, I think running a second hook and lateral, or just based on the confusion on that play, I don't think any of the players knew what the call was. I, I mean, they might, maybe they called, "Hey, we're doing Cal Golden Bear."
1: They they <laughs> panicked. <Yeah>. They panicked <laughs> because he got down in bounds. They had to do something quick, so they just said Xerox and flipped the play, and and that's they that's all a time they could out, do. Though.
2: Had three timeouts when that they, drive started. They
1: panicked, though. They panicked and like, I, well, what are I they think, talking
2: about in the huddle?
1: I don't know. Like, like, why well, go to the same meet after play? The game. I guess. Like, like, when do we? The, the, here's the procedure of how we're going to turn in our jerseys later. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, to to have to take a timeout to to have a long discussion just to run the same play to the other side is. I, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it just. Doesn't make much sense to me. You don't have many options at that point. You have five seconds left. You don't have many options. I'm with Josh on that. Go for Just, you you have to go for the end zone.
2: I think another thing that would have been... um, You
1: chuck it down there and and see what happens.
2: I I think this also, you you probably don't do with your backup. um, But I'm curious if more teams will start doing this. Um, I've always thought it was a good idea, personally. But, you know, what if you... The opening kickoff happens, and say to your kids, "All right, we got we got two plays. We're not calling a timeout after the first play. We don't want our opponents to get set in their pre." The backup defense. quarterback
1: should be able to do that. They 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 do practice yeah. those scenarios with yeah. both quarterbacks. They should uh-huh. be able to do that. If they don't, that's on the coach. Like yeah. they, they've got to they've got to have that scenario ready. Where hey, we got two plays called.
2: Yeah, you but know, I, I think that would be also a, a, a better that's setup. more common than you think yeah I I don't see it as often as I should though
1: well we don't know but I mean it's pretty prevalent but we, we, we don't know exactly when they're doing the whole two plays in the huddle deal like yeah. the, the way communication is now it, um, it it's kind of moot like you don't have to call two plays in the huddle you can just kind of quickly things have gotten a lot shorter in play calls so that you can have these one word plays that you just yell out. Arizona, Arizona, yeah. Arizona, Cali, yeah. Cali, Cali. You know Whatever the code words are, you know you can yell that stuff out now, and and it's not as it's not as difficult to to call to call plays in a hurry like it like it used to be. Where like in the old West Coast system, you had to call two plays in the huddle because it's going to take you five seconds to get the play call out. Uh huh.
0: Yeah, because when 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 the play call has like thirteen words in it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a five minute pair. It's a five minute solitically just to call the play.
2: Well, I'll, I'll tell you why I'm biased with this of of trying to catch the opponent's napping is one of the uh, greatest moments in Iowa football history, the 2005 Capital One Bowl, where uh, Iowa was <laughs> doing a hurry up offense. They gained nine yards, <laughs> then then they run up and they get a false start. <laughs> <laughs> and then got <laughs> themselves offsides and then, they're off guard and then Iowa huddled up but a clock doesn't stop on a penalty and then they realized oh the, the the clock's running and every coach on the sideline is trying to call a timeout the ref doesn't give it to us so LSU standing around going what the hell is this team doing they have no one deep and then uh, whatever Iowa calls, uh, one of the players was running just a seam route and Drew Tate just chucked it. And like LSU was caught napping, we okie-doped them.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> you confuse, you confuse I was, yourself enough I was, to...
2: Iowa's best 30-second drill was when none of the coaches knew what was going on and a uh, sophomore quarterback was more aware than anyone else
1: um he wasn't aware he just said oh, oh ladies shit. and gentlemen the
2: kirk ferentz experience <laughs>
1: yep. um
0: you know overall this game i mean th- this was a this was a good game like this was a good it was good, bizarre, it was had bizarre. We- i mean you got a you had crazy a weather, weather delay. delay yeah
2: you had a quarterback loss on the first drive um but you know look the the fact of the matter is on that long drive to end the game you have South Dakota State holding him to a third and six. Gritty Eric Schmidt, seven yard completion.
0: Gritty Schmidt, third,
2: third and ten. Eric Schmidt runs for nine yards. Fourth and one, he runs for nine. Then in the uh, facing a third and eight, he runs for five to set up a fourth and three. They run this great little hook pattern for five yards, pick up the first down. They had two fourth downs to hold them on. And Eric Schmidt came through each and every time. So South Dakota state was given their opportunities. They were right there. Um, Their defense couldn't get off the field in that last drive. And Eric Schmidt won, won this game with this incredibly gritty drive that he was he just placing the balls well, perfectly, in throwing big and he's play running after play well, after big play. And the big, big difference
0: play. to me is that you know you look at like the stat lines throughout these teams, like they were less than ten yards separated them, uh, like uh, basically two minutes separated them in time of possession. Everything, one turnover for each team, the exact same number of penalty yards for each team. What's the difference? Probably Sam third, third down conversion. State right, con- converted fifty percent of their third and fourth down attempts uh south dakota state only converted 25 percent, and so when they needed it the most especially like josh was saying on that last drive sam houston state was able to dig just a little bit deeper and that is the difference in the game i mean it's yeah, their are quarterback it's, you know we're not getting super deep into the you know the tactical analysis here because i think that really this game just came down to you know the for, for lack of a uh, you know, better term, what is it? Like the, the six inches in front of your face or whatever, the, whatever the line mm-hmm. is from any given Sunday? <laughs> well,
2: yeah.
1: Well, their like guy we'll made say... more plays than the other guy. And, uh, you know, it came down to it. I mean, he threw, especially on that last drive, he threw dime after dime after dime. The touchdown was between three defenders on a little glance post seam route. It's kind of a combination of a post seam route. And, and you just, I mean, he threw right. If he throws in, an inch, if he throws it an inch or two in any direction other than where it was, that's an incomplete pass. But he, the fact that he had to put it precisely where where that ball was, shows you that that guy was dialed in, especially on especially in those big situations.
2: Yeah. Well, you know the other thing too with uh, you know South Dakota State and kind of diagnosing some of the problems they had in this game. You know they missed a field goal in the first half and. You know, I, I think, I think they were just sort of letting down. They're put in a hard spot with their backup quarterback, and I think at times they kind of let him down. You know, I'm looking at some of their drives; they had this first
1: defense half. let him down big time. Fifty yeah. percent conversion yeah. rate on third and fourth down. That's I mean, yeah. your defense well, has got to help you out, and when it's helped you out all yeah. year long, like if this yeah. were last week, it wouldn't matter if I was playing. I could have been playing quarterback for South Dakota yeah. State; it wouldn't have mattered because well, their defense was outstanding.
2: Like. For instance, this drive. I mean, this is just a ridiculous drive. They first down, Pierre Strong, seven-yard run. Awesome. Incomplete pass. Okay, fine. Backup quarterback. Third and three. False start. Then second. Crack. This time it's third and eight. False start. So now it's third and 13. Pass complete. But it's like they're in a huge hole. And then on the fourth and 12, just to add insult to injury, they got a third false start of the drive while trying to punt. And it's like, well, I mean, you know, your your backup quarterback comes in. Everyone's got to ratchet it up and play a little bit better. And I don't think South Dakota State really matched that of going like, oh, crap, the guy who got us here is out they started to get really sloppy they had a team fumble on they pressed. the drive
1: yeah they they pressed big time like they, they were
2: turnover on downs you know
1: yeah the, the pucker factor was real in this it game it was
0: it absolutely was
1: because everybody was saying pardon my pardon my portuguese here but everybody was saying oh shit. we're screwed Granowski is out like that that was their that was their end all be all and they didn't realize that as a team, they, they performed extremely well throughout the course of the season. Mm-hmm. And, and Mark Gronowski was just a piece of that. They forgot that whole notion that, hey, we can actually play defense. They forgot about that. They said, oh, wait, uh, we forgot how to pass protect. Uh, we forgot how to play special teams. You know, we we they really kind of let themselves down collectively as a group, and they, they panicked. They, they, they big-time panicked, and, and that was – you know, honestly, this is a you know, Matt. You said it best. It's a between the ears, six inches in front of your face, tight ball game where mm-hmm. you know they South Dakota State in a lot of situations played well enough to win. They just when when it mattered the most, that's when that that's when they got tight and that's when they they couldn't they they faltered.
0: Yeah. It. Well, go you you
2: go know, ahead, Josh. Please. I was just going to say we're talking quite a bit about. South Dakota State and kind of analyzing their loss. But I think we should give a lot of love to Sam Houston State. We talked about last week. This is one of the most impressive playoff runs a team has put together. And I think they're really dangerous for next year also. I mean, they bring back Eric Schmidt, junior quarterback. He was awesome this year. Um, I mean, he had, he had almost Josh, 3, I hate 000- to cut you.
1: Josh, I hate Uh, to cut you off here, but if you go to this highlight package uh, by Victor's Valiant on on YouTube and you go to like the four and a half minute mark, you'll kind of see what kind of day Sam Houston State was going to have. It's like right late in the second quarter, uh, Schmidt Schmitty uh, (laughs) has got three defenders bearing down on him, one of them in his chest, and he throws an absolute perfect dime, dot, whatever you want to call it, to his receiver on the sideline. You know, plays like that that get him in scoring position. That's what makes this team special. And and that's what they're going to carry. Josh, you were saying that's what's going to carry them going into next year.
2: Yeah. I mean, his numbers, a 60% completion rate. Um, you know, that's a little bit of an improvement over what he did last year. Almost 3,000 passing yards in abbreviated season, 8.6 average, uh, 20 touchdowns to nine interceptions. Um, but he's dual threat. Um, he's had some really big moments with his feet. Saw it in the title game, where he had some really clutch runs there, especially in that last drive. And you know, he's he's a special quarterback. I I think that um, think it's fair to say that he should probably be on the walter payton award watch list at the start of next season
0: i'm curious to see what happens to jaquez ezzard because he is you know i obviously even if you play this year you'll get next year of eligibility he is a senior i'm curious to see if he tries to put his toes in the nfl water so he can get a training camp invite that kind of thing because he's such a dynamic weapon for them at The wide receiver position, but he'll run the ball occasionally. He's a special teams mean, He's a great great returner I'm curious to see what? He does because if he comes back if he's able to come back next year he's the guy that I think really is able to unlock everything for Schmidt and the rest of the offense and if he's if he comes back and if if he just says hey like I want to give it one more go around put some more stuff on tape for NFL scouts, I mean you could be they could be the favorite or co favorite heading into next year because I I still think that South Dakota State will. Come, will will definitely be one of the favorites coming in next year. The, the Bison should be better. Bison well. should be. Yeah. Bison should be better. James um,
1: Madison's always up there. James Madison's
0: going to be there. Weber no, State.
1: What, we'll see if Weber they come State back. Will yeah. They'll 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 be back. They're viable.
2: Yeah. I'm worried a lot of NFL people will look at Ezard and say, Oh, he's five nine, and, and cross him off. But here's that I, thing. I don't think people are doing that anymore. I mean, well, that's the thing. Like Tyreek Hill, he's five ten. Um. I think with the right organization yeah,
1: and the media um, guy, yeah. Okay. <laughs> five, Yeah. You
2: know, but I, I mean, we Probably see that five, all the seven. time. We see this all the time with, he would need to have the right system. And this is true for any, any college football player, there's, an, the a, there's an emergence
1: of, of the, the short, the shorter slot guy. I yeah. mean, like that's well, becoming I mean, an look, important look, position.
0: Been, look who was drafted highly, highly, highly this year. Jalen Waddle was the sixth overall pick. Five ten. Uh, Kadarius Tony was taken in like seventeen. Elijah Moore, Rondale Moore, all these dudes taken in the first couple rounds. Devonte Smith. I mean, Devonte Smith Anybody? is taller. He's six foot, six foot one. He just happens to weigh, weigh like a buck fifty soaking wet.
2: Yeah, but here's the here's the thing though. It, it's all about the system and how good the like NFL staff is at using these people. Jalen Waddles on the Dolphins. Who knows what they're going to do with his talent? Like, you trust Brian Flores? I mean, I, I, how I many do. great <laughs> players have we seen in the NFL? Where we're like, oh man, he's really fast. He's really athletic. This is a really intriguing matchup. And then it's like, oh wait,
1: they were they were freaking
2: their their coaching staff is like set in thirty year old football mode.
1: Not not to not to make this a believe in Dolphins podcast, but Flores inherited a team that was tanking. They traded away bereft talent. And Bre- I mean, to say to, to even say that is like a compliment. Like they were, they were in terrible shape. They had a thirty-nine-year-old journeyman quarterback with uh, the only thing that was good about him was his beard. Uh, they had broken degree. down I mean, receivers.
0: He, he went to Harvard.
1: Yeah, he, he's he's got a little bit of brain. Um, all right, well, here let they me, had let some focus. broken down receivers. They like they're their previous regime and GM included built a terrible roster and they're still recovering from that Flores for Flores to get what he's gotten out of that group is incredible.
2: All right. Well, let me put it a different way. Let me put a different team on it. Cause uh, the dolphins might not be the best. I'm example. a
1: big fan of miles Gaskin too. He's doing a hell of yeah. a job.
2: L- let me, let me put it this one. All right. Let's say player in the Ezzard mode,
1: mm-hmm.
2: a little bit small. Tips yep. his toes in the water.
1: Yeah,
2: you have an organization. Not going to say which organization, but they're like, "Yes, we're going to make this person our Tyree kill."
1: You mean the Jets, who's who signed four guys like that? <laughs> Trapped no, I, Elijah I, I, Moore. I was
2: going to go even worse. I was going to say, <laughs> hey, that like four yes, slot this guys." Is our, this is our Tyree kill. This is going to be our awesome threat. I'm a coaching genius. I'm going to make this happen. And oh by the way, my name is Matt Nagy and I'm running the Bears.
1: Yeah, they're they're uh That's Yeah, they're the another problem. team that's like yeah, they're they're not I uh, know. Yeah, no. yeah it's, it's like the right it has, I mean, like anything else it has to be the right fit. Yeah. I mean, Tom know?
2: Brady, let's be honest. Tom Brady getting drafted by the Minnesota Vikings is not the Tom Brady we know of today.
1: Yeah, like he couldn't have, uh, you know, uh, any other situation probably for him would have been, he's a career backup, or gets cut, yeah. and yeah. we never we never hear from him. Yeah, that's I mean it, it's crazy, but that that's the truth. Like you you have to, the situation has to be right for you to be successful. Like you can't just, you know, can can you imagine like, if Ryan Leaf went to a stable organization? Yeah. You know, can you imagine? Can you imagine if the Colts picked Ryan Leaf and Peyton Manning went to the Chargers? Like, like, yeah. can you imagine? Do you do you think it would have been any different?
2: The Chargers gave up on Drew Brees, and yeah, he had a major arm injury. But it's like, I, I yeah. mean, you have to be a really poorly run organization to make decisions. Do you think
1: Nick Saban would still be in the NFL if he if he said yes to Drew Brees
0: instead of Dante
1: Culpepper instead of Culpepper?
2: Mm. And yeah,' that's the, that's the I mean yeah, plan. it's it,
1: it's it's all about fit, you know it mm-hmm. like could could Edelman have worked anywhere else? probably not, right? could you know oh, it, the fact that the 49ers don't need a superstar running back just lends you to you know believe that their system is right for whoever. Um, you know, could you know, can you imagine Travis Kelsey on, doing this on a different squad? Like if you put if you put Travis Kelsey with the Bengals, is he the number one tight end in the league? Probably no. not, because the Bengals don't know how to use anybody. <laughs> they wasted AJ Green, big time. Mm. Um, they wasted a lot more than AJ Green, but that was mm. the most recent example of of some.
2: Chad Ochocinco. Ex-
1: yeah, they wasted Ocho. They wasted Ocho. Bushmanzada. TJ, who's your mama. They wasted Carson Palmer.
2: Yeah, but he was a bust, so that didn't matter. (laughs) They wasted the Red Rifle.
1: They wasted the Red Rifle. Um, No, they
0: they really wasted Corey Dillon is who they wasted.
1: Wasted
2: Kajana Carter for being totally honest. Achilles (laughs)
0: Achilles <laughs>
1: Smith I mean God almighty they, you know what what could have been if, if Achilles could Smith go, have been if he goes to the if Akili Smith goes to the Saints or the the Patriots well, or the,
0: uh, when Achilles Smith the draft of the Saints were pretty sad sack honestly
1: he would have made him better he would have he would have taken him to the Super Bowl no I don't think no. anybody could take him to the Super well, Bowl I don't know if he would
0: have gotten I don't know if he would have been able to beat out a uh, bear
1: no no Definitely not. So, um, but right, yeah, you guys. gotta have the you gotta have the right coach. You gotta have the right GM. You gotta have all that stuff. You know, it's 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 got to be a perfect storm in the NFL because the league is too good for it not to be. So, you know, the fact that now I think the Dolphins have finally the right combination. They're starting to trend upward. Uh, you like to? I, I mean, I, I don't. The jury's still out on the Jets. Do did they? Did, I feel like they have the right GM. I don't know if they have the right coach. That remains to be seen. I don't like Salah um, as
0: a coach. I actually don't know. I don't know if.
1: I don't um, know how much. He, I don't know how well he's going to do as a head coach. Well, we'll
0: find out. I've got, I've uh, got a little faith in him at Buffalo,
1: least. I think Buffalo did it right with with uh, with Bean and and McDermott. Yeah. Right? We'll see if the Falcons did it right with uh, Arthur Smith and Fontenot. Some Terry people Fontenot.
0: love Smith. I know people who love Arthur
1: Smith. I do. I think he's good. I think he's, he's brilliant. Um, I think he'll do well. I I think the Browns did it really well with uh with um God, what's his name? Oh crap. I, I knew I was gonna draw a blank on that. Stefan no Stefanski? God, why am I drawing a blank on that? Stefanski? Stefanski, There you go. Stefanski, I couldn't think of it. Some, I, need, I need some sleep, guys. <laughs> I need <Whoops>. some sleep. <laughs> well, I think oh. that's,
0: I mean, that's about where we should be wrapping anyway. So, f- Josh, final thoughts on the spring season?
2: It was a blast. I'm kind of disappointed that we won't get it again. It was fun having um, full attention of FCS <clears throat> uh, during regular years. I will check in on it from time to time, especially when there's like a big matchup or uh, you and I. As a as a big game of some kind, and I'm curious to see how they're doing. And I always watch the playoffs, but um, this was was really fun each weekend to be able to just sit down and watch game after game after game as I channel surf. Um, I can understand why they won't do it again. I know it's hard with the NFL draft, and you know this is just hot when footballs played. According to tradition, but uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it.
1: Maybe we should break tradition. I I would love no. to see, I would love to see spring football. No. Um, I mean, you're going to get guys that are opt out regardless. Um, probably you're going to see a little bit more of that. So, no. you know, if a guy's good enough to to be an, a top NFL draft pick, then he'll probably drop out that's okay but if they if they decided to go permanently spring league with the fcs i I would i'd be all for it because there's some great football down in fcs and i don't ever get to watch it because a i don't have the time or energy to watch it during the fall when i'm busy watching the southeastern conference so
2: yeah i I think it would work i know that i know that yes i know for a fact it would work i know every now and then there's a time where yes a fcs player has managed to rise so high to the top that they like are Like, you get a Trey Lance situation.
1: Yeah. But that's going to be... I think that's going to be more rare than
2: it is common. But for the players that they're recruiting, you know, there's the argument, well, it'll hurt recruiting. But if you really think about it, most FCS players are not really thinking like, wow, this is going to be a path to the NFL.
1: When did they start? When when did the FCS season start? February. February, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, you could like, you know, NFL teams could still draft you, right?
2: It'd be, yeah. It'd be possible. I mean,
1: they're getting live game tape of you. None their, of their the worry
2: would be you
0: get injured.
2: Yeah, the worry would be. I mean, you and get injured no in the No one
0: fall, that too. this spring got drafted.
1: Well, I mean
2: I mean this is the first time it's ever happened. So. I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. No, I know, but it's
1: in the future that there will Wait, be the, people that get the drafted. U-
2: the UNI offensive linemen didn't play this year? Uh
1: uh-uh. uh. Are know. they gonna um I, I bet somebody I bet somebody gets invited to a camp and I bet somebody from the spring makes a roster.
0: I'm sure someone I'm I'm sure multiple someones will. That's why that's why I, I mentioned the wide receiver from from CM Houston. Because I think if you know he he's the kind of guy that has the potential to make a roster.
1: Yeah, I mean you you'll see some guys make rosters. um, Which I mean at the FCS level, that's that's you know every once in a while you'll get a guy like Trey Lance, Carson Wentz, Joe Flacco, those guys that that jump in there. Josh Allen or not Josh Allen? I can't remember. Joe Flacco elite.
2: He's
0: uh yeah he was a blue hen.
1: (laughs) Of course he's elite. He's a blue hen from the first state oh goodness goodness goodness
0: yeah. well it'll be it, it, it'll be interesting to see nonetheless so um well guys i think it's time for us to uh
1: whoa, wrap whoa, it up
2: whoa whoa
1: whoa do we need to take a minute
2: yeah we gotta take a quick minute
0: okay okay up. what, 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 what uh, we, is it a main minute
1: we don't want Kate from Maine yeah. to be upset with us, yeah. Matt, especially this, since she hasn't sent me my cane and sunglasses yet.
2: <laughs> Matt, this the small town is pretty close to the New Hampshire border. So, New Hampshire. So I'm I'm assuming you've either heard of it or been to it or driven through it, but uh, Buckfield, Maine.
0: Buckfield, Maine. Buckfield is actually uh, a town I'm not as familiar with, sir. Okay.
2: Well, it's a part of that Lewiston Auburn metropolitan area. Okay. 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 So it's over in that part.
0: Kind of the, uh,
2: the eastern quarter to an eighth of the state, somewhere around there. I mean, yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. I, I mean, I
0: call Lewiston. Lew- Lewiston is, is, it's not quite central Maine, but
2: yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. We'll go with that.
2: Okay. Now, uh, I'm going to jump right down to modern history with this little town, little Buckfield, Maine. Um, Although born in the larger town of Lewiston, certain famous actor grew up in Buckfield. and um, Tom Cruise. Not Tom Cruise. No, let's just say... Medical drama, ladies love him. He's got nice, big, full head of hair. Rob Lowe, no. Current medical drama. His Uh, character was killed off a few seasons
1: ago. The guy that played House, no. He's English. (laughs) Patrick
2: Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey. I.
0: Patrick Duffy. Dempsey. What was his name? What was his uh was McDreamy
2: it? Like, McDreamy? from Grayson Adam? Yeah, I,
0: I have not now, watched one minute of and Adam in my life. Now, here's but. the
2: thing about Patrick Dempsey. That
1: Are you a McDreamy
2: you fan? About,
1: what
0: should we know?
2: No, but um, I will say what's He's got really posters. interesting about Patrick Dempsey is in his younger days, maybe even while he was hanging out on the mean streets of Buckfield, Maine, He did a little bit of juggling, gentlemen. Oh? And when I mean a little bit of juggling, in 1981, he was second place at a juggling competition. Oh, my. The International Jugglers Association. Second place junior category.
0: At the IJAs. It's a big one.
2: Behind somebody by the name of Anthony Gatto, who, according to some juggling aficionados, is... Considered to be the best technical juggler of all time. So Buckfield, Maine has produced great actor and great juggler, Patrick Dempsey.
1: And the great state of Maine produces 90% of the country's toothpick supply. Just so you know. Yeah. That's a fun factoid. Yeah. Brought to you by visitmaine.net.
2: Nice. Very
1: nice. I um, like that.
2: Are we are we not talking about the Beauchamp-Buckler thing? just we're Speaking i'm, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm we that i think that that's definitely gonna be an off-season podcast topic it's a little late <laughs> well it's, the
1: off-season started uh two days ago yeah it's a, <laughs>
0: it's, it's a little late
1: for me tonight uh, to
0: uh to really dig deep are, on that are, i honestly are, have are not we gonna, wait
2: for, are, are we gonna wait for we're gonna wait for Beckler's statues to be pulled down like saddam hussein until we start talking about
1: it
2: yeah until they uh if,
1: until we see Josh, until uh, so we see Josh, number one in the in line pulling it down.
2: I mean, I don't, I don't hate him or Michigan. Although maybe I should hate him. For those of you unfamiliar with the topic, um, major, major, major allegations from uh, from Bo Schembechler's regime and his days at Michigan. But uh, yeah, we'll get into it in the offseason, especially as the story develops. It's still a really new story, and and you come to us for analyzing games several days after not late breaking news. So we can talk about it later.
0: All right. Well, I think that'll do it then after a main minute and a Schembeckler second.
1: Hey, wh- <laughs> hold on, hold on. Check this out. Matt Campbell. Here's some breaking news. Matt Campbell reportedly turned down 68 and a half million dollars from the Detroit lions. I mean
0: I'd rather coach I mean, Iowa State than the Lions. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. I'd much rather live in Ames than Detroit. It was an, it was and, an eight
1: it was an eight year sixty eight and a half million dollar contract.
0: Or so they say. I mean he made that that might be just
1: his uh That might his, be it, agent it, talk, but yeah, it's that, a that story. might be Agent it's talk trying headline.
0: to get them to uh you know boost his it's contract a, a little bit more at, at Iowa State. I mean he has all the leverage in the world right now.
1: it, it is um, also, if you are a uh, coach at UT Martin, I uh, feel bad for you. You probably got fired. Uh, Simpson is making some s- several key staff moves um, in this early offseason. So um, he's uh, he's making some moves.
2: Are you applying for any of those jobs, coach?
1: Uh, maybe. See what they have available. How far it's away lo- is it's Martin a, from it's, you guys? It's about, what? two and a half hours give or take six Six if I'm driving
0: uh-huh. an hour fifteen if I'm driving so
1: yeah L- lately I've been driving like a grandma I know I said that on the last episode but my mic was so bad you could barely hear me but I'm glad to be back on my <laughs> regular mic
0: alright guys well now I think that is going to uh, do it for us uh, here on the Illegal Motion College Football Podcast so on behalf of our own offensive coordinator, the coach, Corey Burton, here in the Music City, and our intrepid blogger from Big Ten Accounting, Josh Cook, up there in the Windy City, this is the professor in Net emeritus in Nashville saying so long, and see you next time on the Illegal Motion College Football Podcast.